Welcome back to Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss, and thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in on our first ever Soul Chat episode. So if you guys have been here for a while or if you're just tuning in, Back in July, I had announced a new format, a new structure for Seek the Joy podcast. And part of that included wanting to start airing episodes called Soul Chats, which would be conversation style episodes with people in my life who have so much magic and wisdom to share. They're so incredible and I learn so much from them every time we sit down to talk. And I thought, I've got to start sharing those conversations on this podcast. And so I kept wanting to invite people on and inviting people on or the timing just didn't work out. And it did. This time it worked out. And I'm so excited to bring you guys this conversation, this first ever soul chat with my good friend, Katie Calder. And Katie is really the incredible and beautiful force behind the Instagram account Namaste and her thoughts and perspectives on, gosh, wellness, holistic healing, manifestation, spirituality, astrology. I mean, that's honestly just scratching the surface. Her perspectives on everything inspire me endlessly. And when she's not rocking the world of social impact, she's a yoga teacher and she's always spreading her light and her love, honestly, wherever she goes. And she is somebody who I connected with this past summer and we became friends. I mean, instantaneously, you know, when you start talking to someone and you realize like, I feel like I've known you before. That is totally the experience when Katie and I first connected. And we really talk about so much in this week's episode from manifestation to spirituality, to using discernment, to allowing yourself to really embody who you are and be seen and what that means for both of us. And Katie pulls a card. This is a really fun and honest and vulnerable conversation. And to be honest with you, we were both a little nervous um, before before we got on the microphone, before we hit record, because the process of sort of coming out of the spiritual closet, so to speak, for some reason is scary. And there's a lot of, I think, perceived judgment, both from ourselves and from others. And so we are on a very similar path and a very similar journey. And so the process of beginning to peel back these layers of our spiritual journey and our spiritual practices and wanting to be more open with them is exactly that. It's a journey and it's something we really wanted to do. And this felt like a really good first step. And so I really want to start talking about my spirituality and my spiritual journey more. And so I am just so grateful for Katie's love and her friendship and her support and for coming on here and helping to really push me outside of my comfort zone to start talking more about this with you guys. And this conversation with Katie is really just the first of many soul chats to come. Before we dive into this week's new episode, you know I have to share the iTunes review of the week. And this week it comes from Not a Happy Camper 22. And it says, One of the most joyful podcasts. I know it may sound cheesy, but I just find so much joy in listening to Sydney interact with her guests and listening to the amazing content that she has put together. I often comment on Sydney's IG posts that I needed to hear what she had to say or post, and frankly, it's just so true. This podcast could not have come at a more pivotal moment in my life. Thank you for making my days brighter. Also, I love that she mentioned that she was dancing to her own intro music because I found myself doing the same thing. Okay, (laughs) not a happy camper 22. Thank you so much for this really incredible review of the podcast. I'm so glad you're enjoying it and that it resonates and that my quirks (laughs) resonate too. And guys, if you've been enjoying this podcast or if you just started tuning in and you want to support us, I would be so grateful if you left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or really wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. When you do, make sure to take a screenshot of that review and send it to Sydney at seekthejoypodcast.com. I will send you our guide for infusing more joy into your life as well as some Seek the Joy podcast stickers and honestly a virtual hug in the form of a big thank you with a lot of emojis and exclamation points. 
Okay, guys, that is it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's new episode. I'm so excited to hear what you think. Make sure to connect with us on our social media pages. It's at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. I can't wait to hear your reflections on this one and what resonated. And so without further ado, here is my conversation with my friend, Katie Calder. It's also so funny because we've only known each other for, what, six months? But I feel like it's been much longer. It's been so much longer. And we've, I feel like we've only actually spoken on the phone a few times. I know we, we send voice notes like <laughs> we do. all day, every day. But it's, it's so funny to feel like you know someone so well and not even not even have met in person. I know. It, it's so funny. I was going to say, though, that like your internet friends and people that you meet through all these new modes that weren't available a long time ago can become such, such close friends that it almost forces you to have real intimate friendships and relationships when you aren't just forced to be with each other because of happenstance or because you um, grew up together or any of those things. It's, It's really, really cool. Yeah, you're choosing to be friends based on shared interests or values. Mm-hmm. And it also forces you really to show up as your authentic self and and to really embody that and be who you are and show up as that. And you'll never know like who you'll really meet, you know, along the way. Absolutely. And I know we talk about that so much about really showing up authentically and embracing parts of ourselves that we haven't always and Excited to talk about more. I know. So I I didn't mention this, but you are truly the beautiful force and um, just space of wisdom behind the Instagram account, Namaste. (laughs) What has it been like for you just to have that platform and that space and to share, you know, like who you really are and, and what you're passionate about? I know for me, it's been so cool, but I'd love to hear like what it's been like for you because I don't think we've ever talked about that before. I, I don't think we have. And it's really interesting because only recently I really reflected on why I created it to begin with. And yeah. it started about a year and a half ago when I was at the end of my first yoga teacher training and I created it as a secret kind of outlet where I posted inspiration and I had yoga pictures, but uh, none of my people in my life knew about it or um, I I had no interest to really share it publicly. And since then, that really began, I think, not only a journey of personal development and really understanding and seeking who I was, but also thinking about the community that I wanted to surround myself with. And um, it's, it's so crazy because I remember my first couple friends that I met through Instagram and then you know, created really, really meaningful relationships with and and the first people that I looked up to in that space and realized that, oh, wait, this is like, this is a serious thing where you can actually connect. Like when people talk about having their Instagram friends or having their friends that they've met through podcasting or through Facebook, I think if you told me about that two years Hmm. ago, I would think it would be like a little bit weird. Yeah. Or would not really be towards it, but the people that I meet that are such expanders for me. And, you know, they say that you are just like the five people that you spend the most time with. And, and they also say that those people don't necessarily have to be people in the flesh. Those can be books that you read or people that you watch on TV or podcasts that you listen to. But I think that that journey for me, started as something that was very much for me and that was very much me trying to not only have a creative outlet, but just exploring who I was has now created an incredible community that has allowed me to share more authentically who I am and share my quirks and share my spirituality and share just little nuggets of who I am in this world. And then also kind of allow others to do the same and connect with others that way. So I love that because, well, first of all, it's been pretty much the same experience for me, just that opportunity to show parts of who I am that maybe, you know, on that personal Instagram I have, I I wasn't always comfortable with sharing. And I think Mm -hmm. you really nailed it when you said it started as something just for yourself and it's grown 
to be something much bigger where it, it, it's more about community. It's, it is about your own uh -huh. personal growth, right? But within growing on an individual basis, you know, it has that ripple effect out to our communities, whether it's friends or family or a broader reach, you know, on Instagram. And so it is really beautiful. And just to see just the path unfold and, you know, and that kind of self-reflection or self-discovery journey is one I know that you and I have both really been on this year. And so it sounds like for you, it started really with yoga and having that courage and that willingness to really want to you know, express it through your writing and through the images that you share on Instagram. And Absolutely. And to be able to connect with other people's journeys. So similarly with you to listen to your podcast and be like, yes, Sydney, like, absolutely. <laughs> I agree. And, and I think that's just so cool because it, and it can be from people in your everyday life too, but having an outlet and just expressing little bits of yourself and having that support, I think really allows you to show up more fully as your whole self in the world. And I'll just tell like a little anecdote. So yeah. like, we spoke a little bit before about how, who, who are you? How do you describe yourself? Like, how do you, how would you even describe who you are in just a sentence, which I don't think does anyone justice. But, no, it's so hard um, to pin yourself down to like, exactly. like if it was a tweet, like a, what, 140 characters or less, like there's no way. Yeah. We're so <laughs> multifaceted and we do so many different things. And so, yeah, it's really hard to pin down just exactly. like who, who you are. And so, so I, I think about this a lot, <laughs> all the time. I think I think a lot of us are, are constantly seeking who we are, what our purpose is. And I think if I was to say who I am, I think I'm, I'm a seeker. I'm a believer in magic. I, all I know is that I know nothing, but if I was to say what I do, you know, I do a lot of things, but what I do for my full-time job right now, I work in social impact software. I also am a yoga teacher and I say these things because I think having these different sides of my life, um, often, you know, within the space that we're talking about, a lot of what my interests are, a lot of what I find myself gravitating more and more might be very esoteric, might mm -hmm. be like, I love crystals, and I love uh, human design and astrology and numerology and talking about aliens, like all of these things that are very kind of disconnected there. so yeah. very out there yeah. and also very disconnected from my nine to five life where I work at one of the largest software companies in the world but I say this just because I have, a, I have an anecdote from this past week and um, I also sp I spoke about it in my my yoga class that I taught this morning and um, I was at a big convention in Nashville for Wednesday through Friday and my manager was there with me and a few other members of my team. And I remember getting up and I was walking around and I got a text from my manager and she tells me, I found a stone or a quartz <laughs> or something on the ground. I assumed it was yours. <laughs> and I looked at the text and I started hysterically laughing and smiling. And I was like, <sighs> probably smiley face, but I came back and I was, I was smiling so big also not just because it was absolutely hilarious that my yeah. software manager knew that a stone totally. belonged to myself, but also because I was really, really proud of myself that like these worlds are no longer separate and mm -hmm. they don't have to be like my nine to five corporate software life doesn't have to be separate from my spirituality or from these other quirks that are me. And in that, they also allow other people to more fully embrace their quirks. So funnily enough, after we had a long, it was a fluorite that my fluorite fell on the, the ground. And so we had a long conversation, my manager and I, about this fluorite crystal and what it does and all these things. And then she started telling me how uh, she had a couple crystals because this one guy who became the rookie of the year and in, in the software company had a bunch of crystals and she said she needed crystals and she thought he was crazy. But then we have this long conversation about crystals. So if there's I anything this. I have to say about that, it's that I think people are scared of, and, and including myself of what yeah. other people of other people's perceptions more than anything, or like of being loved or being cast away of, by society because you're different or you think that people will think you're weird. But I feel like the more and more that we embrace these things that we're so scared that people might think are weird, mm -hmm. the more and more we just show others that like, it's okay to be different. It's okay to 
like crystals yeah. at, and, and be a software professional. It's okay to really embody who you are in all aspects of your life. Yeah. And um, so I was saying it because I, I was smiling so big because I was like, I don't think a year ago Mm-mm. I would have, and especially without the support with people, support of people like you who've really made me know that, you know, by being this person, by by showing more of who we are, yeah. we're allowed to show up in all areas of our lives. Yeah. So it's about allowing it to blend, right? So it doesn't have to exactly. remain separate and allowing it to blend. I think, you know, it's important to allow it to blend to the extent that you're comfortable. You know, you don't uh-huh. need to go, you know, zero to 100 yes. real quick, but you can start, <laughs> and go, you can go to 20 and then work your way up yeah. to, you know, 35. Or you don't even have to. Exactly. It's your choice. But, you know, knowing that you're safe to do so and that it's okay and and doing it, you know, within your own time too. And I think that's been a huge lesson for me because, and I know you and I have talked about this and I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but my spiritual journey really started in 2014 when I started working with an intuitive and a healer. And at the time I didn't tell anybody about it Mm -hmm. um, outside of my immediate family where, where it's accepted Um, because I wasn't sure what somebody else would think. Uh I wasn't sure someone would think it was, you know, batshit crazy or, you know, if there was something wrong with me. And, and so it's interesting as we start to explore those different facets um, that are available to us and we begin to learn more about who we are. And so for me, you know, it started with an intuitive and a healer and then it went to Kundalini yoga and meditation. And then it went to, um, you know, listening to different podcasts that discussed, you know, um, metaphysics and th- and topics that are esoteric and, you know, beginning mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. learn about astrology. And then, you know, it's like a domino effect. And, you know, I'm sitting here with two big celestite crystals, you know, to aid in like yeah! calmness <laughs> and, and, and communication. And so I think it's about beginning to peel back the layers on this and say, this makes me happy. This brings me joy. It's allowing me to understand myself better. It can, and it should blend, you know, into different aspects of my life. And, it's okay. And it's even okay if like somebody doesn't get it because they will get yeah. it at some point, but they'll get it in their own time and, and kind of being okay with that. And I think that itself is a journey, you know, all in, 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 in and of itself for sure. A hundred thousand million percent. And with that, knowing that n- not everyone is going to be like, yeah, that's cool. Not everyone's going to accept it, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep showing up for as yourself. So yeah. Funnily enough, you know, my, my family, I think it is so cool. Like I, I, you know, I tell you this all the time that your family is into all this, that your dad goes to Kundalini with you. And I, I know. Well, he's the one who introduced me. So, it's you know, so cool it's, it's so, was, yeah, he had his big, I think you said on his birthday, he had his big amethyst crystal. And yeah. I just am like, that is so the opposite of my family. They make fun of me with my oh. crystals and all this stuff, but it's funny because I just keep owning it. Yeah. And all the time, like my mom sends me things in uh, the in the Washington Post. She she takes pictures of shamanic healing and mm. stuff and sends it to me. And she, it's so funny. I was talking to her yesterday on the phone because you know I'm I'm super into astrology and she's very she does she feels like it's a little bit like fortune telling. Is mm-hmm. scared of she doesn't like when I, I pull tarot cards for everyone, she doesn't like me to pull them for her any, or anything. Mm, and yeah. um, I think I was home during, I think it was Venus retrograde, but I, I just talk about these things openly now. And I'm like, you can, you can make fun of me or whatever, yeah. but it's so funny. She called me yesterday and she, she was like, I just went to my hair lady and you won't believe this. She was talking about mercury retrograde and how mercury <laughs> retrograde she feels like the effects are happening now. And I was dying laughing because <laughs> the last Mercury retrograde, I was talking about how I was like, you can't sign that because it's Mercury retrograde. You, sh- you can't start signing a contract. And she, I was like, I told you it's real. It's real. <laughs> um, but I'm just like, I think, and I, I was talking about Reiki at some point and she was like, what are you talking about? I've never heard of that before. Yeah. All this thing. A day later, she goes on a walk with her friend and her friend mm. goes Reiki practitioner all the time. So oh my God. it's like the more and more that you put into others awareness that 
not only this is who you are, but that this is who you're going to continue to be the more and more that they start to warm up a little bit. And I love that. Start to be like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I can play with this. Yeah. Or maybe I can explore it for myself and see if it's something, you know, that I might even be open to. I love that about your family because I do, I remember we talked about this, I think it was over the summer and they just, they were like, I don't get it, right? Like, I just don't get it. Like, this makes absolutely no sense to me. And I think, you know, within my family, there are some family members that get it. Like my dad is like very much into it. And, and my mom, um, you know, is, is too, I think to an extent, but you know, even my mom sent me an article, I think it was like six weeks ago or something about, about being an empath and how to handle, um, or how not to handle, but how to help your child. Who's an empath who, who Mm -hmm. is very sensitive. And she goes, this, was and is you like to a T. And I was like, do you, I was like, you get it now? And she was like, yes. Oh my God. She's like, this is what I've been doing for you your whole life. And so, you know, they, everyone needs to arrive at their own time, but it's really cool just to see the people around you who start to, um, have an interest in these things or, or are more open to hearing you talk about it. And, and I think, you know, it's about, Listen, if the people in your life, if you're listening and the people in your life, you know, don't understand astrology or you're interested in it or crystals or human design or uh, tarot or Reiki or meditation, whatever it is, know there are people that, that are that out that are out there that will get it. And it's just about finding them and being open to connecting with them. And I know you pulled a card for today. I did. So I need you to share it because it's so perfect because so everybody knows we're recording right now. It's Sunday, November 11th. 2018. So it's 11, 11, 11, which is a huge day just in terms of numerology and manifestation. Mm-hmm. And, um, I should probably pull up on my phone, like specifically, but if you have more info too, like feel free, free to share it. Okay. But I know you, so you funny. pulled a card cause the timing is amazing. And we planned recording on 11 on, on November so 1st. So. And I know we've been talking about doing this for so long and we were like, of course, this is why it had to happen on this day. And it's so funny mm-hmm. that you just brought this all up and I'll read the card in a second. But when you, when you just started talking about how you began your spiritual journey or kind of, you know, dabbling into all of this, I was just reflecting on it today, how I've always seen numbers my whole life. I've always been, Mm -hmm. you know, they always say 11, 11, make a wish, which I think it's more 11, 11. Now it shows you that your alignment, but um, I remember my first time of really using a powerful date was on 11-11 in 2011. I was um, visiting the college campus that I was dying to go to. I wanted to go there more than anything in the world. It was WashU in St. Louis and it was 11-11-11. And I had my tour at 11-11 or at 11. And we all took a moment of silence at 11-11. And then at 11-11 PM, I submitted my application. I ended up getting in and it was the best, Mm. the best four years, the best thing. But I, from there, I I'm kind of thinking back, I really was always very into all of it. You know, I know a lot of people read their daily horoscope. I always did that in middle and high school, but, but though that date in particular, I knew, I didn't know why I knew, but I knew that was powerful energy. And I knew that it was really aligned. And so today, 2018 is another 11 year mm-hmm. and 11, 11, 11 is, um, today is basically a day that it's, it's powerful energy, let's just say. And, you know, you can believe in energy or not, but I think from, from our experiences, I know just in day-to-day life, I, I, there are too many synchronicities and serendipities that are unexplainable and whether or not magic energy celestial creature any of that is real or not it is so much fun for me yeah so I love it the process of learning about it and just immersing yourself in it it's so much fun and to learn about how you um sort of play into this kind of universal dynamic and you said yeah this day is a huge day 11 11 11 of energy upgrades and and the opportunity to really manifest you know or put out there what it is that you you know want for your life and believe and hope and dream mm-hmm. and I, I think I read something this morning too just it's like the most powerful day I think in in like a decade or something mm-hmm. like that. So everyone listening to this, it's been a couple of days since that day, but I think you can still 
manifest any single day of the week of the year. You can still mm-hmm. put out the energy of what it is that you want to bring into your and life. And things about, I, I, you know, I took screenshots and saved the whole ton of posts that were on Instagram about today. Yeah. I was talking about things like as awareness grows, synchronicity and manifestation will be even stronger and healers and shamans and cha- channelers will be able to work more on people and continue healing. And I know, you know, this past week and this past year, and and beyond has been but particularly this past week there's been a ton that's gone on um within the world and within the u.s specifically and uh a lot of people are having having a hard time or in tough situations right now so um i think it's a powerful time to connect and you know send out light but also really take inspired action and help and figure out what how you can do to help or what what your part is and raising raising consciousness so it's funny that i know when we spoke a little bit before we started recording uh you you wanted me to pull a card and i had literally just pulled one for (laughs) for this conversation i know i literally was like do you want to pull a card and you're like oh i've already done that like i am i am ahead of you so i'm excited for you to share the card because it is it is really on time (laughs) it is so perfect it is so perfect that you're gonna freak out okay so the card, I pulled it out of my um, Wild Unknown Animal Spirit Guidebook. It's my favorite. I only have two tarot decks. This is more of a, I don't know yeah. what we would call it, like an, like an oracle deck, but yeah. it's it's all animal ca- cards. And it's by Kim Kranz, and my other deck is by her as well. But I love this deck. I pull an animal quite often. And the animal I pulled was the unicorn. <laughs> and it says... The little brief description is reconnecting to higher wisdom or divinity. And so mm. I'll read this. And this is one of the last. There are seven cards at the end of the deck. And this is one of those seven cards at the end of the deck. Wow. So I'll read it. So okay. the unicorn. It's difficult to see, hear, or think of a unicorn without immediately questioning if it's real. Did they ever exist? Perhaps long, long ago. The mind answers maybe or it could be or no way. This very contemplation explains our relationship with divinity and encapsulates our wavering belief in the unicorn. We wonder what divinity is. We wonder where our intuition comes from and if we can really trust it. We think about a higher power and our mind hesitates between yes, no, and maybe. Is it male or female? Does it have a name? Is it just a feeling? The unicorn card appears and wakes us up to curiosity about the higher self and the divine. It is a card of questioning, exploring, and contemplating the inexplicable. The mind's eye knows there is something beyond our day-to-day lives, a deeper dimension to our experiences. The mind's eye reaches and reaches and reaches out to grasp something more. You are the unicorn, and you have begun your quest for the answers. And so then it says, the unicorn and the sixth chakra. It's no surprise that the subtle essence of the unicorn card resides it's at the third eye, the exact place from which the unicorn horn extends. This center is called the Ajna Chakra or command center. The ancient yogis believed it to be responsible for our intellect, intuition, and deepest wisdom. Some say our two eyes see the past and the present while the third eye peers into the future. Um, holy. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Crap. That is insane. Okay. I don't even know where to start like peeling back this card. I know. But it's that like whole, too much. It's too much. But that point too about like what's real and what isn't and allowing ourselves to yeah. kind of like see beyond that. I think it encapsulates this day and the power of manifestation and just I think the crux of it all. Mm-hmm. And just surrendering to the process and also being open. Like I think that I spent a lot of years not being open yeah. and – I think pushing away feeling or pushing away. I don't really even know why, but I think that I just wasn't. Do you feel like it's like you weren't open to the possibility of, and I don't know how else to say this, but like the possibility of more that maybe there's more than what meets the eye or, or was it all, was it more like being open to your own personal exploration within that? Cause I think it can kind of go both ways or it can be nuanced or it can be totally, you know, something different too. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of years that you as a person are pretty self, not only self-centered, but um, it, it, you have 
periods of your life where you can't see much past yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't see past what you're experiencing, experiencing in the moment, whether it's good or bad or your own struggles or whatever. And I think that I had a period of time where I just was thinking, thinking more about me, about my experience versus that I'm just a part of an experience that I can't even begin to comprehend. Mm. Um, And I think it took coming outside of myself, but also really, really deep self-development work and like really wanting to experience more, but Mm -hmm. also in knowing, I think there comes, this happens and this is what I hear from so many into how they first begin journeys of any time, journeys with yoga, journeys with any kind of healing modalities. Um, I think that there were um, a number of years where I felt very numb yeah. to just the world and to, and I, I let others or let what the world says that you should be doing, you know, those shoulds, woulds, mm-hmm. woulds let that dictate a lot of how I operated my life or how I saw my own success. And I think that when I realized that you don't know, you don't have to feel this way. You don't have to feel numb. When I, when I noticed in yoga class that I was feeling, I was mm-hmm. like, Whoa, this is something that I'm going to not only continue to go towards, but develop and really understand who I am. So I think that's when that's how like the understanding that you don't have that there is so much more and that there is such an expansive range of feeling but just experiencing being human and being embodied mm-hmm. and that we are so like to get stuck in the human experience is one going to happen at many periods of our lives but yeah. is when we really need to step back and be like oh wait like that's when it clicks like this is not me this is this is human me, like step outside yourself, like know that surrender the process and that you are so held and that there's just so much more. Right. Yeah. And I think it's a delicate balance too, of choosing to, you know, really embody what it is to be human, which is to feel, to experience, to sense, to touch, to taste. I mean, everything that goes with it, you know, to experience joy, but also to experience mm-hmm. experience pain and heartbreak. And, and so it's a delicate balance between doing that and then also recognizing and realizing on the other hand that you are, we are, I am just part of, you know, a much larger energy a much larger like what do they say like you're a drop in the universe it's something like that yeah. like it's a delicate balance between the two and I think learning that balance and learning you know to drop into both like to have your hand mm-hmm. in both but not to be so predominantly in one versus the other I think you know you can either be so entrenched in the suffering or the or the pain or the joy of you know whatever comes with our experiences here and then mm-hmm. or you could be totally enmeshed or um, wrapped up in, you know, not meditation specifically, but like yeah. having your head in the clouds, like yes. being very uh, um, esoteric and very, uh-huh. um, um, I, I can't, the word is like escaping me right now, but I think you know yeah, what I'm I talking know, about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, like not that I don't, I don't even love saying woo woo, but like there's such a divide. I feel like there's such a divide and maybe just in people's minds and like, being one or the other, like being yeah. a normal functioning human being that goes about the day or being in the spiritual realm. And I feel like there's also a lot of judgment mm-hmm. um, on one side or the other, but it's like, you can be both. You can be all of these things. And also I think the premier, I think tests in a way of knowing that you're on this path and that you are on the right path is that you can be compassionate and see yourself in everyone and you cannot not really judge them for where they are because, you know, I've been there. I've been in that person's shoes or maybe I will be in that person's shoes, but to like really see that everyone is on their own path and to like not make any hierarchy in one is better than the other. Yeah. But like really stay in your lane and just know that like just by seeing others, even just looking, you know, walking down the street and looking into someone's eyes versus looking into your phone, like by connecting and connecting to yourself first, you can connect so much more deeply to everyone around you, regardless 
if they're into crystals or, you know, into yeah. astrology, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. Just like to really more fully be okay with all the highs and lows of being human and knowing that like, it's okay to feel like you don't have to numb out. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel joyful. It's okay to like feel all these things because ultimately it's just like, yeah. it's the best part of being human that we're able to feel. Something you said that is like sticking out to me in particular is that piece about judgment and also mm -hmm. about that self-reflection and introspection and getting to know yourself. And for me, there have certainly been times, I think in the last year, maybe even the last four years, but I think the last year predominantly and probably within that the last nine months where I have felt judgment towards myself for mm -hmm. what has kind of been revealed through that process of self-reflection mm -hmm. and introspection. And I don't think we as like a society, as a culture, talk about that enough because as things start to come up, as you explore more, as you work with modalities that align with you, whether it's, you know, astrology, crystals, human design, I don't know, working with a shaman or a healer or an intuitive, mm -hmm. I mean, things start to come up and things are revealed yeah. and pieces start coming together. And I've had some- It hurts. Like, it hurts. And I've had some deep, <laughs> deep, intense moments this year in particular. And I would say- definitely in the last six, seven months where what has been revealed, the pieces that have been put together are like severely painful. And so then you start to feel judgment towards yourself mm -hmm. in a way without even realizing it. And then, you know, you, it, and so I think that itself is interesting because we then kind of project that judgment onto other people and that process, that journey. And I don't think I've shared, you know, admittedly, I don't think I've shared enough of it on here yet. And I think this conversation is a really beautiful introduction to start to do that because that component, that spirituality, that uh, connection to um, numerology and angel numbers and learning about, you know, my human design and, you know, where the planets are in my chart. I mean, that's a huge part of who I am, but mm -hmm. I don't talk about it on here because, or I haven't talked about it on here as much as I maybe anticipated to because of that element of judgment, which I think mm -hmm. starts with that element of judgment I've had in a way towards myself of like, what is somebody going to think? And so I know yeah. so many experience that too. And, and so it's a really good point that you brought up just about it begins with yourself. And I think mm -hmm. releasing that judgment around yourself, and then you start to do it with other people too. And knowing that judgment might come up, but to be okay, and to be gentle with yourself with that. And then there was something now that I'm just remembering that you said before, about how it can get, you know, you can be too much outside of yourself and kind of numb to all the experience and then too much yeah. in this realm and focused on, I think that our culture has an addiction to healing in the spirit, in the quote unquote spiritual realm and like healing old wounds or healing part. And it can feel really, really tiresome. And that spirituality can sound like a chore. Like you have to learn yeah. about astrology and human design, you know, in, in the, cause I, I honestly think it's great. There's been this, it's almost trendy now, no, which totally I think is, is, I think it's yeah. awesome. I think it's amazing. And it makes me so happy that like astrology and tarot cards and all this is trendy, but I also, it detracts from what it really means. Like spirituality is something highly individualistic for every person. Like, whereas my spirituality could be going to Kundalini yoga, yours could be playing soccer. Like it's not Right. It doesn't have to look one way or another where I like doing full moon and new moon rituals and writing out my monthly intentions. You may like to watch the Sopranos like it, mm -hmm. none is better than the other. And so I think like the essence of that and of one not judging yourself for regardless of where you are on your path, but it's just really finding that thing that makes you feel connected to yourself. It can be literally anything and it doesn't have to look one way or another. And then when you find yourself connecting to yourself at the same time, not judging yourself for whatever might come up. Mm -hmm. I had someone in yoga today be like, um, this young man came to me after class and was like, wow, I felt a lot of things that I, I didn't know I was feeling. So I spoke about this I spoke about that crystal thing that came up yeah. earlier about fully, you know, fully integrating and, and my intention for, for all the students in the class were where, where in your life can you more fully integrate 
whether it's your quirks or who you really are. So like understanding that all of those parts, regardless of how it shows up, is okay. And I think I know for us both that that's been something really, really powerful and and hard at times, regardless of whether or not we want to use that word, but something really, really rewarding because I think we've both found that you don't have, we don't have to do things that we might've previously said that we should do, whether that be in a career or whether that be in how we live our lives or whether that be in the friendships that we choose to either keep in our lives or let go of or gravitate towards. Yeah. But I think you're right. It doesn't have to be one size fits all. It isn't one size fits all. You know, spirituality can look like anything that you want it to. It's anything that you resonate with. And, you know, you don't have to do anything to be considered or to feel spiritual. You don't have to do anything. But I think um, definitely these tools and modalities have become super trendy. And I'm here for the trend. Like, don't get me wrong. But I (laughs) think think it puts a lot of pressure on people. (laughs) Yeah, but I think it puts a lot of pressure on people to feel like they have to fit into that box. So I think it's also about for yourself discerning, you know, what resonates for you and and what, you know, Mm -hmm. you gravitate towards because there is a lot out there. And that's what's beautiful about it too. The discernment is so key. And I know that you are so discerning in content. And it's something that I think about so much just in, and I think anyone, it doesn't matter if you have any people following you or not, but like we put out so much content. And I think that there's a lot less discernment than maybe would someone might think of, of for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so like just thinking about trends, like I love drinking celery juice in the morning. I'm just thinking about yeah. a trend, but yeah. in some senses, I don't like that I do because so, let me, let me reframe my, my train of thought. Like, yeah, I think it is so healing and it has been for me, but I have discernment. So when I see what someone else does, like when I see when this person is raw vegan or this person is paleo, I know, okay, that is so amazing that that works for their body. And this is so amazing, but maybe it won't work for me. And I think it's so important to know that like listening to your body in every decision and not that, not that I'm the best at listening to my body, right? This is something for that everyone that's like the hardest part of the human experience, learning to listen to ourselves and our feelings and, and how Mm -hmm. we actually feel. And it goes back to the card you pulled. How do you connect to your intuition? How do you know Mm -hmm. that that's really what, what is showing up in that moment? But versus blindly following. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think that this, we talk about these trends and uh, we need to dive deeper into all these things that we love when we talk about these things, it's not that you need to do this. It's not that because I do this, you should too. It's that this is a tool that has had a profound impact on my life. And this is a tool that I love and I love using and you might too. And if you do, that's amazing. If you don't, that's totally fine as well, but you don't need to do anything. But I I do know that we have so many of these tools like crystals as I hold my selenite wands and (laughs) selenite know that we love and that it would be great to share with so many more because I think that because others have shared whether it be on podcasts or on social media or in intimate conversations like others sharing has allowed me to share and explore these modalities that I wouldn't have known of and I wouldn't have known which ones resonated and which ones didn't if I didn't if someone didn't share and if I didn't use my own intuition to following which ones, which ones work for us. Yeah. Because I will say, you know, there are certainly some people within the wellness space or the spiritual space or any space, honestly, that are so popular that I just, I don't resonate with it. I, I don't connect with. And so it may be like a quote unquote unpopular opinion, but I've just, you know, you have to choose for yourself what it is that you want to expose yourself to or surround yourself with. And it may not be somebody that's super popular or a trend that's super popular, but you've got to know yourself and you've got to know, I think where your boundaries are right and your limits and, and Uh just, you know, what, what is going to help you or aid you on your path? Because ultimately it's about 
embodying who you know you are and embodying mm-hmm. what you are meant for. And I think, you know, often um, everywhere we talk about purpose and I'm a mm-hmm. believer that, you know, you don't have to go out and look for your purpose. I think you are your purpose by just being um, yeah. and whatever you do outside of that is a bonus. Yeah. So I, t- I have a really hard time Sometimes when I see a lot of dialogue or conversation about like, here's the five steps to like going out and finding your purpose. And I'm like, what? Like, no, your purpose (laughs) is to just be and to have the opportunity, I think, to really dive in and listen to yourself and listen to your intuition and, and get to hear, you know, the real calling of your heart and your soul. And, and so I think it's about, yeah, Mm -hmm. like you said, discernment and, you know, if a message out there, like, don't get me wrong, like it is very important, I think, to challenge ourselves and to expose Mm -hmm. ourselves to different point of views and different ideologies and different ways of being. But the purpose of then exposing yourself to that is not to pass judgment on someone else, but rather to Uh decide if it resonates for you. And if it does, keep going down that path. And if not, say like, thanks, but no thanks. Like that's your plate. This is mine. And I'm going to go the other direction. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So Katie, I have loved having this conversation with you and I'm so glad you are my first friend to come on and have this kind of conversation with me. Uh So first of all, thank you for coming on the show to do that. Um, This was so long overdue and we'll have you back again because we barely scratched the surface. I think of everything, you know, that we could talk about and share and you know, this is just such a huge part of my journey and learning how to blend. I think like we talked about earlier, just, you know, the different aspects of who we are and incorporating and Uh talking more about the spiritual component. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, I've been sharing a lot of my writing over the last five Uh months, um, which I'm going to continue to do. And, and so that's become a huge part of my life too. So I'm excited to just continue to explore these topics and to have this kind of open dialogue and conversation. And, you know, just be real that like there's fear here and there's anxiety. And like, I don't know sometimes how some things will be, you know, received. And I know Katie, you feel that way too. So I'm just excited to take everybody along for this very open and vulnerable and authentic ride. I think it's going to be, it's going to be good. Ugh, and I feel exactly the same way. This is my first time being on a podcast. Oh my God, so that's right. I, feel, I know it's so insane. And I, I know, I, you know, I have, we both talk about goals and things that we want to share more of and, and having this conversation there, it it doesn't come without fear, right? And it doesn't, it still doesn't come without how will others receive it, but it also like taking that first step and being open and taking that first step and, you know, talking about, especially on 11, 11, 11, talking about what we want in that, you know, I've spoken for a while. I'm, I am going to start a podcast right next year. You are going to be sharing more about your spirituality and you are going to be sharing more about your writing and your book that will come from there. And yes, all of these things, like I think, and having the support of such an amazing supportive friend like you, but, but this community that really is uplifting and all we want is for each other to achieve our dreams is just such a gift. It's so, it's beautiful. Thank you. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for what you said. And I'm so glad that I can be, you know, that person for you too. And we're part of a much larger community of people out there. And I'm so excited just to continue to talk about these things and share. And so where can everybody find you on Instagram and connect with you? And, and because I want everyone to know about you and find you and start following. Oh, well, you can find me at namaste with three Y's, like A, (laughs) and DM me, talk to me, be my friend, all of the above. And Sydney, this was amazing. And I know we'll have many more conversations, but this is the perfect little topper of 11, 11, 11. And I'm so excited to continue on with you and just so grateful to have you as such an amazing friend and light in my life. Amen, sister. I feel the same way. So grateful. Thanks for doing this. Love you a lot. Love you. Love you all. Guys, I love this conversation. I am so happy that Katie came on. I'm so happy that you got to meet her. Um, I'm excited to keep introducing you guys to my friends and people in my life who are really stretching and growing and learning and it's so funny because 
when we were talking, I really realized that sharing my spiritual journey, beginning to share it with you, beginning to unravel it is really long overdue. And it's something that I've wanted to share. And especially over the summer was when I really wanted to start sharing this journey with you all, but there's still been something inside of me that's held me back that said, no, it's too soon. No, you're not ready, but I think it's time. I don't know. Let me know what you think, but I think a solo episode is on its way pretty soon. I don't know when, but it will be there. It will be here soon. Just talking a little bit more about my spirituality and my spiritual journey. And, you know, I'd really also love to learn about your journey and what has it been like tapping into your spirituality? Have you always been spiritual or do you identify yourself more as religious? And what elements of spirituality really resonate with you? Because I'd also really love to start bringing on guests who will talk about these things and want to talk about these things and dive into different elements of what we really identify as modalities to explore our spirituality. So connect with me, connect with us on our social media pages. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you thought about this conversation with Katie. Uh, We are at Seek the Joy podcast everywhere. And guys, if you want to support me and my work on this show, I would be so grateful. The best way to do that is to share this episode or share the show or your favorite episode with your friends or your family or on your social media pages, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or really wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. You can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on any app, honestly. And um, what else am I missing? Oh, we're also on Patreon. So I'll include that in the show notes as well. And the last thing I just really want to share with you guys before we go is, as you know, there have been some major, major wildfires out here in California between the campfire up north and the Wolseley fire down south. It has been a really intense time. I have friends and family members who have had to um, evacuate and leave their homes and they're all fine and their homes are still there. Um, but it's really scary for so many and the devastation is so rampant. I think the last time I checked 90,000 acres have been burned in the Wolseley fire. And so I made a donation this past weekend and I would love it if you would consider joining me in donating to the California Fire Foundation as well as the Red Cross. These organizations are providing uh, much needed supplies and relief to those on the ground Um, and so I know they could really use our support and our donation and so I will include those links in the show notes for today's episode and guys if there's anything more that I can do that we can do that you know of Um, to support these firefighters and the first responders and these families, please let me know um, because I would really love to be able to do more. I just don't always know what more that I can do. Okay, that is all I've got for this week's episode. Thank you so much, Katie, for coming on the show. Guys, I can't wait to hear what you think of this one. Um, Follow us everywhere. Subscribe, rate, and review. And I will see you right back here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday. Tuesday.